Hello and welcome to the Beyond Resilience Life podcast, a show about life adversity, how to overcome it and transform your life. This is your host, Dr. Lidiana Garcia, a licensed psychologist in Los Angeles, California. And even though my hope is to deliver information that can be helpful for you to overcome adversity and transform your life, it is not meant to be a substitute from being diagnosed and treated by a licensed mental health, medical, and related professional. Season 1, Episode 17. Hi, everyone. Today, I'm so excited to introduce you to Alejandra Bejarano. She's a certified holistic nutritionist, and she got her degree in 2017 from the Canadian School of Natural Nutrition. Her passion is to help her clients understand the underlying causes of their health imbalances by empowering them with the support, tools, and knowledge they need to start their own sustainable wellness journey. And today, for all of you, my listeners, she's giving you all a very special offer. If you want to understand the underlying causes of your health imbalances and learn if you're getting the best out of your diet, she's offering a personalized one-hour health assessment session via video. The regular price is $150, but she's giving you a 50% discount, so the total will be $75. If you're interested for this amazing offer, please send her an email to hello at aholistic.com and holistic with K. And I'm going to spell it is H-E-L-L-O at A-H-O-L-I-S-T-I-K.com. And when you email her, make sure to mention your contact information, your name, your email, your phone number, and add the code BEYOND. And again, the code is B-E-Y-O-N-D, Beyond. Hi, everyone, and welcome again to another episode of the Beyond Resilience Live. Today, I have the pleasure and honor to interview one of my now good friends. Her name is Alejandra Bejarano. She is a certified holistic nutritionist, and she actually, I was one of her clients last year. Yeah, last last year. year and part of 2019. And today, we're going to talk about this great information because I've been working with a lot of people and I've been noticing that a lot of times they are not eating the best way or some of the foods that they're eating, I think are contributing to their mental health symptoms, especially people with trauma. A lot of times they go through so much stress. So that's what we're going to talk about, like healing trauma through food. So without any further ado, thank you again, Alejandra. And can you tell us, please, a little bit about you, about your profession? And- sure. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you very, very much, Liliana. So yeah, I am a certified holistic nutritionist. And we believe that nutrition and lifestyle changes, can we can reach well-being of our body, mind, and spirit. We understand that each person is unique, and we see our body as a whole functional system where everything is connected. What inspires me to be a holistic nutritionist and my passion is just to be able to witness the changes and achievements of my clients. It brings me so much joy, it's fulfilling to be able to connect with them and help them in their wellness journey. That's awesome. Thank you. And thanks for being here. So how do you define trauma? Sure. I define trauma as the body keeping a score or a memory of a disturbing experience. We lose the connection with our own essence, our core, and our center. And well-being is the state of the mind 
the body and the spirit, where we are aligned with our core and with our center. And when we are center, whatever situation that we face in our lives, we are able to see it as it is and detach from it. Well-being in terms of nutrition for me is the awareness that we have with our body. Our body has our own language and it communicates through symptoms. If we are able to be aware and connect with our symptoms and connect with our body, we're able to make the changes and reach the well-being and the balance that we want. I love that. It's so interesting. Thanks for that definition. No, you're very welcome. Yeah. So how does nutrition can impact traumatic symptoms, stress, anxiety? Sure. So I guess trauma, depression can be healed by different type of sources and food is one of them. The way that we feed our body definitely is one of the elements for healing, right? I love this quote from Jean Ron that says, take care of your body is the only place you have to live. If we don't take care of our temple, our body, then where are we living? In terms of nutrition, our bodies need particular vitamins and minerals to make sure we perform at our best. When we are out of balance in some nutrients, we might feel depressed, lacking energy, anxious, and with a lot of changes in our mood. And that can lead to chronic imbalances, such as adrenal fatigue, weight issues, allergies, skin disorders, digestive disorders. Just to give you an example of nutrients, like tryptophan is a very important amino acid that comes from protein. And it's an amino acid that we need to get from diet. This amino acid is the one who produces serotonin. You know, the serotonin is mm-hmm. the happy neurotransmitter. Yeah. <laughs> and so there is a correlation between like nutrition and mood disorders. And that's one example of that. Tell us a little bit about adrenal fatigue, because I know a lot of people hear about it, but in your own way of understanding. So adrenal fatigue is something that we are facing every day because the adrenal glands, they are responsible for the production of cortisol. And cortisol is a hormone that helps us to respond to stressors in life is a fight or flight effect, right? And when we are stressed all day, because now the stressors are our family members, our boss, our work, then the adrenal glands start like producing less and less cortisol. And then we start like facing adrenal fatigue. And that's when like we wake in the morning and we feel sluggish. And we feel that the only way to start our days with caffeine, right? And Mm -hmm. that's when the adrenal glands start like being very slow. Okay. So this is very interesting because I know a lot of people talk more about having more cortisol, but then it's more like in a different time of the day? Yes. So cortisol has a specific fluctuation during the day. In a normal person, cortisol in the morning starts to rise up and actually the production of cortisol allows us to wake up in the morning. So cortisol starts to rise at 6 a.m. and it goes into its peaks during the midday. And then after the afternoon, it starts to go down. So what happens is if the cortisol in the morning is very low, it's very hard for us to wake up. And then out of the sudden, it starts to raise up, let's say, and during the day, like midday, and then it goes up, up into 4 or 6 p.m. And then like you feel tired maybe at 9 or 10 p.m. For some people, it's the other way. Their cortisol starts to rise, let me, at 6 or 7 p.m. And that's when they cannot sleep during the night. And this is one of the most common symptoms when somebody goes through trauma. Correct. So this makes a lot of sense. Thanks for clarifying that. And, I mean, I can go on this, but I know this is the intro, so I'm going to stick to it. But 
What is your go-to nutritional recommendations to help manage? Let's start with anxiety and stress. Well, I guess anxiety and stress and also managing any trauma, my number one is water. Our brain and our heart is 70% water. If our brain is dehydrated, we start to get depressed. Also, water is responsible for moving all toxins out of our system and getting the nutrients inside of the cell. And then we have the quality of the water, right? Which is, you know, we need to find water with good sources, less chlorine, less fluoride, less chemicals. And then I will say, how much water should I drink? Right. Right. And then there is a formula for that. It depends on weight. So basically, you multiply your weight in kilograms and you multiply that for 4.14. And that's the amount of cups of water. However, if you drink coffee during the day, then you need to add three or four cups of water per one cup of coffee. If you drink soda, if you work out. So basically, people say, oh, between eight to 10. But in reality, it's between one to two liters of water, depending on body weight. So my number one, my number two is eliminating all inflammatory foods, Mm -hmm. especially sugar. As we know, sugar gives us a boost, but then we feel tired, depressed. There is a big correlation between sugar consumption and simple carbohydrates consumption with depression and anxiety. There is an article from the American Journal Clinical Association that found a correlation between high intake of sugar and simple carbohydrates lead to depression, and especially in women, which in the perimenopause. I will say that the second inflammatory food is gluten. So definitely white flours, foods with artificial chemicals, GMOs, alcohol, caffeine, they are all inflammatory. Number three, eating whole foods, right? Just try to buy groceries. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Number four, Focus on antioxidants. Antioxidants are nutrients, minerals, and phytochemicals that counteract the hormonal effects of free radicals. There was a study about blueberries that says that blueberries helps because it has a high antioxidant level and supports depression and anxiety. I will say that vitamin C is very important, so fruits and vegetables and eating colorful vegetables is very important for antioxidants. Then number five, the quality of the protein. So good source of protein, because as I said, there is a very important amino acid that is called tryptophan that comes from protein and tryptophan is the precursor of serotonin. So eating high quality of protein, supporting the liver. The liver is the organ who helps us to eliminate all toxins. So we need to support the liver with leafy green vegetables, such as arugula, watercress, archetypes leaf. Then number seven, checking our thyroid. The thyroid is very important. And then if you have any anxiety or depression, we should check our thyroid. And then detoxification of the body, it helps us to reduce the toxins that we carry on every single day. And lastly, supplementation. In that one, I will say that for me, the number one prescription that I do with my clients is food. That should be number one. Once we get the food base covered, then we can talk about supplementation. In terms of PTSD, one of the key supplements for me is omega-3. It's very important because there is an association between low levels of omega-3 fatty acids and depression and anxiety. So those are my go-to recommendations. Yes. This is one of the pieces that you have to pause, go back and hear and write because this was full of gems, full of gems. So that's great. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. 
What about the people that are vegan? That's a tricky one. <laughs> so with clients that are vegan, I do a complete diet analysis. And I want to know if they're getting from the plant source the amount of amino acids and in the right proportions. And then if they are able to have a complete source of protein from plant source, I see if they need any supplementation. Also for vegans, it's very important to check their B12 levels. And for them, I guess I had one client one time and she was being vegan for 12 years in antidepressants. And as soon as she changed her diet, eating fish and chicken for the next six months, it changed her life. So there are different reasons why people are vegan, and I respect that for some people in my work, but I have seen that in some clients, once they go back to eating some meat, the whole mood, their whole way that they see their health improves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I think it's so important to know that we are all built very different. Because there's also that theory about the type of blood, whether what kind of food, which I know, I don't remember, but I remember I heard it once. Yes, you're right. And I guess part of what I believe is that we are unique. And not only because we live in different environments, it also in the time of your life that you are. The diet that you need to have before trying to get pregnant or the diet that you need to follow if you're reaching menopause or if you're doing any type of uh, workouts that requires certain type of nutrients. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think there is a diet or a meal plan or a way of eating that fits each one of us. And it changed through life. Yeah, it makes completely sense. So I hope everybody that's listening, keep an open mind into all this concept. And I have seen myself, some clients that are definitely kind of lacking some of these nutrients. And I also see a lot of clients with a lot of craving. And sometimes, I mean, I know the sugar craving because sugar will create like an addiction and all that. But I also hear other clients with some cravings. And sometimes I wonder if it's their body telling them some nutrients that they're missing. Well, that's right, because sugar is an addictive, right? It creates a reward respond in our brain. So we crave that, right? Mm -hmm. And I will say in some cases, people that have candida which is excess of yeast and the yeast is candida candida loves sugar and loves simple carbohydrates so if we have candida overgrowth we tend to crave sugars and carbohydrates so sometimes in order to get back to balance we need to find a protocol where we improve the detoxification of the body and try to eliminate or reduce the amount of candida because you cannot eliminate candida you have to just reduce the amounts into the levels that your microbiome balance it out yeah so we're back talking about the gut which is so important yes it is and in terms of what about detoxing there's so many different things out there and so many people feel overwhelmed I've even heard some of my clients that they go to a store into the nutrition section with all the different detox and they get so overwhelmed. I know, me too. <laughs> I basically, as I said, I think we are all unique and I need to see where they are in order to be able to see what type of detoxification we need. So for someone, for example, that is extremely stressed or depressed, you can't force them to be deprived from nutrients. You can't put them in a fasting. 
you can give them a protocol that is going to be very aggressive. You have to be gentle. You have to understand where they are and see how far they can go. And then you start like from baby steps. You start doing a very mild cleanse, working with some type of nutrients to help them to improve their digestive system, to have a better elimination. There is a correlation between people with depression and anxiety. They tend to be constipated. So we need to work in the natural ways of detoxification, which is going and you know, to the bathroom and having regular bowel movements. So I will say that it depends on each person. And I encourage everyone to see where they are and be very mindful and just to bring awareness within their body and then find what is the best way to detoxify their body, depending on where they are. It could be simply from like one day of just having green juice, a complete day. And that's something that your liver and your body is going to love. I think what you're saying is so, so important and for my audience and everybody, you know, if you know someone, please refer them to this episode because a lot of people, that's what they go. They go like, oh, master cleanse, let's do it. And then, you know, they pretend to do it or they want to like do, um, I hear somebody think like, let me do a five day juicing. And because they see somebody else doing it and it goes well, but just because somebody else is doing it and it goes well, doesn't mean that it's going to go well for you. I agree with you. And also it depends on their lifestyle. And it also depends on when are you doing? Are you doing like when you're working, when you are, or during the weekend, when you need to run off a lot of errands and be with your family. So I just, it requires a lot of understanding of where you are and be gentle. Yeah. Super important. Okay. In what ways have you seen people significantly reduce any kind of mental health symptoms? This is a beautiful question <laughs> because... As in everything, I think that you're able to reduce any trauma-related symptoms when you get your power back. Once you feel empowered of your own choices, and when I say choices, choices of your thoughts, choices of getting attached to your emotions, and choices of whatever you put in your mouth. So when you're empowered, when you have the information, then you're able to move on and feel much better with who you are. In terms of nutrition, what I do basically is just educate. Give them the tools. Give them the information so they can have a better understanding why I'm feeling this way. How can I change it? I support them during the process, and then they see the results. When you see just a glimpse, just a glimpse of well-being and feeling a little bit better, you want to keep doing it. Oh, yes. Yes, I love that. Any favorite books or movies that have inspired you to keep on going during hard times? Sure. My favorite book is Tuesday with Murray. I find that book very inspiring and I have read it several times. Life is Beautiful, the movie. Oh my God. I love it. And in terms of mood disorders and anxiety, I really like the book The Mood Cure by Julia Ross. And what she said is we are facing a bad mood ep epidemic, depression and anxiety, and she explained how through nutrition and she has a very fun questionnaires where you can see the type of mood that you are and it helps you to understand how you can address these issues through nutrition and supplementation. I love that book. Those are three books that I think any of the audience can read and will enjoy. Do you have any further resources or recommendations that listeners could benefit from? Sure. I will say that there is, as always, a ton of information in the website, but like Dr. Mark Honeyman, 
is one of the person that I really admire in functional medicine. He has a lot of experience and books on like he has a lot of podcasts and his newsletters are great. There's a lot of information there that I encourage people to follow and read. Thank you. How can the listeners follow you? Well, my website, it's uh, a great way just to know who I am and what I do. And the website is aholistic.com. And I'm going to spell it because it's with K. So it's A-H-O-L-I-S-T-I-K.com. And then I offer a free phone consultation. So if any of you guys have any questions, you can reach out to me. You can schedule your free phone consultation on my website. And uh, also you can email me. Uh, my email is hello at aholisticwithk.com. Okay. Thank you so much for all this information. I know it can be so helpful. And I was trying to keep myself like, this is the intro, but definitely I'm going to devote one full season to nutrition and body because I think it's so important. And over there, we can go way deeper. Yes. Yes. There's a lot of information that we can dig in. It's just, just this first just a glimpse of what it is. Uh, thank you very much for having me. Yeah. Thanks so much for coming in. For all of you, I will put all of this in the show notes. And thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening to the Beyond Resilience Life podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. If you like this episode, please make sure to review it and comment on it and share it with your friends and family. Until next time.